Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or, hopefully, how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today... But it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, Go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Daisy, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Can you say Josh Widdicombe? Widdicombe. Can you say sexy? Sexy. Can you oh. say relatable? Relatable. Oh, well, I mean, that's very yeah, cute, go. but I don't think we should get children to say no, sexy. No, we don't want children to say sexy. It's weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird. I didn't weird. like it. Yeah. Um, even in that lovely Welsh Valley's accent... I'm going to say that's Ponty, Ponty Preeth. Um, Outskirts of Cardiff. Ponty Lynn. Ponty Tin. Ponto Tin. Ponto Tin. Why are you spelling that? You're you're hungover, aren't you? I'm really hungover. (laughs) P-O-N-T-L-O-T-T-Y-N. Ponto Tin. Ponto Tin. (laughs) I knew it was Ponty. Ponto Tin uh, on the map. map. Uh, that was is that the valleys. I think it's the best we've ever done. Oh, isn't it? it's South Wales. Yeah, I think you've done South very well. Wales, for I've done really well. The there. valleys is South Wales, and isn't it's it? yeah, it's the Ponty right on the not. edge of Cardiff. Yes, please. I love listening to podcasts. It helped me through many night feeds and wake ups with Daisy, who hasn't slept through once in her twenty five months. Oh God! Thank you, funny, sexy, and relatable Daisy and Vicky. Blimey. Can I say how good that was? I'm t- I got a, it's tw- it's twenty it's sixteen miles away from Pontypreeth. Do you know how I got that? That's my um my mother in law's from Pontypreeth. Is she? And so all the Alou's family sound like that. Uh, uh, cousin Gareth is the most Welsh man I've ever met. I fell asleep at Alou's uh, nan's house on the sofa and he came in. I'd never met him before. And I woke up and I was half awake. And he's a massive rugby player. I was like, hey there, boy. Oh! And he gave me a massive, that sitcom. <laughs> gave me a massive hug and I felt so vulnerable. Honestly, if I'm on my own, if I'm on my own without kids, well, I weren't on my own, there was people there I was visiting. But if I'm left on a sofa and no one talks to me and the football's not on, I will sleep. Right, yeah. Um, oh God, uh, I could do yeah. sleep now. What, so, what's your situation? Because I feel great. I've had a good sleep. Watched the boxing last night. Lose away. I'm nailing the child Lose care away. to a so point. This is it. Where, where are your children at no, this she's moment? Not, Rob? No, she's not away. It's not. This is it. She's not in the nick. She's not doing ten years for no, fraud. No, of course, of course, of um, course. Basically, what's happened is right. Not, I will get onto your hangover in a minute. 
That's so right. Lou, Lou, Lou went away, um, but I yep. was in Vegas for a week, so I didn't have a leg to stand on to argue my point. So she went away Friday afternoon for two nights somewhere Ooh. with her mates. Um, Sunday morning we're recording. Sunday morning we're recording. So she went away. Um, uh, I picked the girls up from school. My youngest was supposed to go on a play date, but she got scared and the school rung and said she doesn't want to go on a play date. So I had to get both of them, which is fine. I didn't want to force her on a play date. She loves the, the, the girl. They get on really well, but I think it's all a bit new. So I think it might have been a bit soon for her to... Go on a yep. play date. Anyway, can you turn your notifications off, please? Sorry, Rob. Fuck's sake, Who's Josh. That? Who's that? Who's that? I mean, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I mean, could it be anyone? It's Ivo Graham. What's he said? Was you out of him? Yeah, I was out with him last night. You dirty yeah. dog. Oh, the panic regret text. I feel so good waking up sober. I feel I so know, I, feel, I feel awful, Rob. I feel great. This is making me feel even better. Look at you, you at home being daddy daycare for two days. Well, and you just feel, you're walking on air. Is someone looking after the kids at this moment, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I'm so happy. So what, what? So basically, Lou went away Friday, and then obviously I got on from school. We went to, to the calf. Then we come home, watched Strictly, <laughs> and went to bed. Um, and then Saturday, oh, so Saturday was a bit more stressful. We did, I had to walk the dog. That's the problem, having a dog and kids. Uh, with scooters, hashtag blessed. But it was a bit of a nightmare because the dog, you can't really walk the dog. You can't watch two kids on scooters and a dog. I need a third eye for that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah of course. So that was stressful. How Came much back. effort is it walking a dog, Rob? Come on now. Oh, it's a lot of effort, mate. Is it? Yeah, is well, it? on a lead it's not. It? But when that, yes, it is, Josh. Because is on it? a lead it's not. But to get them tired, they need to run, and I couldn't get him off lead because I can't keep keep on top of him, basically. And uh, anyway, so I was doing that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're drinking fine. tea now, aren't you? Fine. Are you drinking tea? No, I'm not. I haven't got. I, I wish. Is that just your mouth? I wish. Is that your mouth so dry, isn't it? What? I didn't make any noise. <laughs> you did. You didn't even rip. You went, it's a very dry mm. mouth, Rob. It's a very dry mouth. Oh, horrible. Anyway. I didn't do that. That sounded like a sex noise. Then we went. I'll tell you for it. So the scooter was an absolute disaster. Ended up with all the stuff. I've had a lot of coffee this morning, by yep. the way. I'll talk you through so my weekend. So carrying two scooters. Two scooters. Um, I, oh, I did see something amazing on the school run, right? Not amazing, but it was like, I felt sorry for the lady. So the lady at our school, you can sort of drive through and pick kids up in a car because they've got like, it's like a, it's a boring one-way yeah. system. Anyway, so she, but you don't get out of the car. The like the, the teachers open the door and the kids jump in and then put their seatbelts on so it doesn't slow it up. Anyway, I saw this absolute maverick getting out the back and opening her boot. I was like, what's she doing? You're not supposed to get out. Anyway, she was holding. Holding, just holding a newborn baby, right? Trying like trying to sell yeah. it. And I was like, oh, poor, poor, poor woman trying to deal with that. Then I looked in the back of this. She's got a seven-seater. Looked in the back of the car. I think I saw two twins, about three. Oh, and oh then my God. And oh like, eight-year-old came out of school and she opened the boot and she was holding a baby, like two months old. And she, <laughs> she opened the boot and then in the boot was a massive... Oh, no. What's this? Oh, no. Oh, no, Rob. The fire alarm's gone off in this hotel. <laughs> Right, right at the climax of your anecdote as well. It was literally, it couldn't have been worse time for your anecdote. I know, this is a what disaster. Do I, do? I don't leave, do I? Because <laughs> well, I, I can't plan. be doing a fire alarm on a Sunday morning. Rob, what do I do? What do I do in this situation? Well, this is, do you know who's having an ab absolute nightmare? Michael is panicking about the edit now. You can't edit together. No, well, we're going to have to sort of ride out oh, the stop. fire alarm. Can you smell anything? Why have they done that at 10 past 10 on a Sunday morning? That must be a mistake. You wouldn't do your test then. I'd say Wednesday, 3pm is your best test time. Yeah, exactly. Just so you know, we do do a fire drill at 10 past 10 on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, so basically, she's got a newborn baby. She's got two, like, I think are twins. I'm not sure, but they look like there were two kids in there. I might, this might be wrong, but there was definitely a number of children in this car because when the daughter came out, she went to the boot. I was like, why is she going to the boot? Then she got out a massive double buggy. So she might have twins, oh, babies, gosh. and a, yeah. like a toddler. Anyway, she took out this massive double buggy and then her eight-year-old had to climb through the boot to get into the back seat and then she had to put oh the buggy back in the car and shut the thing and then put the baby well, in and drive off. She took off. the thing out of the boot so that the child could climb through the boot? Yes, because I don't think they, she could move the seats forward in the back because they had, like, baby isofixes in. Oh, my in. God. Oh and my I God, just thought, Rob. that looks hell, that, that poor lady. She'll get, she'll, you know, if you listen to this, stay strong. Did you feel better about your own life? Oh, I felt great about taking a four-year-old and a six-year-old to the cafe. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's why I always say, on holiday, on the beach, go near people with younger kids and it'll make you feel better about your kids. Yeah, of course. People say, people say acquiring child on a plane is awful. I think it makes you feel good about yourself. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, we so we did... <laughs> you're, just, you're just so hungover, it's hilarious. Um, oh, anyway. like, really, does, it, does it sound like I'm hungover, Rob? <laughs> yeah, oh, it sounds God, like you're still pissed. Oh, you've got to be <laughs> fucking kidding me, haven't you? For fuck's sake. No. Why is a different fire alarm gone off? How's that happened? What's that one for? It's still going. They must be testing them. They're testing them. But why? It's Sunday morning at 10am. What time did you get in? Why are you testing a fire alarm? What time did you get in? Half three. Fuck off, half three. I didn't know there was a half three in the morning, Rob, until... Like, that was like old school. Old school night out for me. (laughs) So you're away working? I woke up clothes, Rob. Oh, Josh. I don't remember so going is to this, sleep. Right, can I ask a question? Is this a, I feel fun and relaxed and my friend's drunk, or I feel really stressed and it's the only way to cope drunk? No, no, it was, I went away <laughs> yeah. to work in Manchester, had a gig, okay. and my friends were on at the gig, and I was like, this is exciting. So all your friends were on at the gig, and you can't get back from Manchester, so I get you. Okay, you've got overexcited. Got overexcited. Who was Went there? out. Who was at the gig? Uh, Ivo Graham, James Acaster, Tim yep. Key. Oh, some of your elite mates from back in the day. From back in the day. So we went out, and um, here I am now. This is not me, Rob. This is you. What have I done no, with no, my, no, no, Josh, this is not me. You're getting your life back. This is you. Am I getting my life back? Yeah, and it's terrible, isn't it? What a terrible it's life. It's awful. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm more tired than if I had children, Rob. <laughs> you sound like you're dying. I feel like I'm dying. This feels like that if you were really unwell, we had to do, keep doing episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, it's not really as funny as it used to, but you know, Josh gets tired, doesn't he, now? <laughs> oh, I'm so tired, Rob. I'm having to write think pieces in the Times. What's that? There's no water either. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Room. You're going to have to go tap. You're going to have to go tap. Go tap. What, are you in a nice hotel? Yeah, I am, but you get lost in it. So um, I've been put in a nice hotel in Manchester. Yeah. I've got lost every time I've tried to go to my room or tried to leave my room to come to reception. Right, so you, and you can't get any water and the fire alarm keeps going off. I think that's quite worrying. It's, it's not ideal. If there is a fire, the last thing you want is um, it'd be difficult to leave and there'd be no water anywhere. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the two well, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking that I'd get a bottle of water to put out the fire on my I'll way I'll tell out. you who you need. You need Mylene Class up there to sort that out. Oh, Mylene Class would have got me absolutely on the street at 4am <laughs> to just double check that it was all okay. <laughs> Right, guys, before bed, quick fire drill, 3.30am. <laughs> um, where was you drinking? Just the hotel bar? No, we just went to some bar. Talk me through how many, drinks, how many drinks have you had? Have you I been don't sick? know. What do you think? Yeah. So, <laughs> we had drinks at the gig, 
and then we just went out. I just kept drinking. But we, the gig finished at 10, so it was only a five-hour drinking window. True. That's what I always say when it gets to 3.30. If you finish your job at 6pm, like most people go to the pub after an office job, then it's only half 11 finish. Yeah, exactly. So what time's your train back? Um, I've got an open return, Rob. Right, so... Mr. We're doing, Swish. So we're doing, oh, my God. What time's checkout? We've got a couple train, of episodes. On the train up. Yeah, go on. Oh, I've got, I've got checkout. I've got, I've got the hotel room till three. Oh. Oh, yeah. Might go back to bed. Um, on the way out, Rob. Yeah. Sat, sat in my seat, ready to go. I'll be honest with you. I've never looked forward to anything more than that train journey. I was so excited. You love a train. But I was just like, this is me on my own for two hours. Why is it so quick to Manchester? Couldn't it be four hours? No, no one's ever said that. That's exactly how I felt. No, I that's, like, a, that's the opposite of how I feel on a train. I was just like, this train is too quick. Can't <laughs> I just sit here forever? And then I got my wish. Because we're about to leave and a woman who's pregnant and her presumably husband got on the train. The train staff came on and they were like, we're not leaving. The guy had kicked through the gate. What guy? The husband. Of the pregnant woman? kicked through the gate, yeah, to get on the train. And oh. she was saying, I can't get off. I'm pregnant. I've got an appointment in Manchester. And the police came on could to you get see the, the guy police? off. Could, could, could you see all this? They were, they were surrounding me because these people were opposite me on the train. No, Rob. in the seat. Was it a table seat? No, no, no. I was on one side of the aisle. They were on the other side right. of the aisle. And you heard it or did you film it? I didn't film you it. Have filmed not, it. Why would I have filmed it? Put it, it on TikTok, mate. Could have been your first TikTok. People love that. I, I, I'm doing my first TikTok next week. We're across this, Rob. <laughs> my first TikTok isn't filming a pregnant woman who's crying because her husband's being thrown <laughs> off a train. It's very on brand. Is it? Well, we're talking about kids, don't we? And it being difficult. Yeah. So. Boomer parenting. Before I was born, my dad once kicked the train in. He kicked, what the, they he like? kicked the gate in. He got taken off by the police. She was crying. It was oh, very awkward. Oh, but I was thinking I'm going to get a three-hour train journey out of this. <laughs> then, they just let him back on. Oh. I couldn't believe it had happened. I was like, you wouldn't do that with kids. That is that is bad parenting. Once you've told someone you're getting off the train, they've got to get off the train. Yeah, that's that's weird. What kind of, Was he sort of like falling down Michael Douglas, middle-class man that basically no, lost his head? He was, or in, rough, he was rough in shorts and a T-shirt. I don't, think that, I, don't, I don't think that's enough for me to judge him. You know when <laughs> Boris Johnson goes for a run and he's wearing like a weird mismatched yeah. shorts and T-shirt? That kind of outfit. Right, okay, so he didn't, he didn't look like a sort of a, a thug, a ruffian. No, he didn't look like a thug at all. He looked like sort of a middle-class office worker in his running clothes, losing his head. Rob, he had a Brompton. No way. Yeah, he had a Brompton. Also, who's, that, who's got an appointment in Manchester for a baby? Uh, uh, at at 3.30 on a Saturday afternoon? <laughs> come on, come on now. You live in London, you got an appointment in Manchester at 3.30 on a Saturday afternoon? Who's the appointment with? Jeremy Carl at Salford Studios <laughs> to work out who it is. Yeah. That would I, really I, work I, if that still existed, that show. Yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. So that was my day yesterday. Oh, lovely. Oh, I'm so hungover. Is I that know. bad? It's all right. But I just don't get, I just don't get the opportunity anymore. No, don't, look, Josh, you're up there working, you've had a few drinks, you had to do this this morning. I still think you're doing this well. Luckily, I've got loads of stuff to talk through. You can just sort of talk sit there. Talk me through your life, Rob. Talk me through. Okay, so where did we get to? Went to the. Oh, I can tell you some bad parenting I saw. Do you want to see how hungover I am? I haven't looked at myself this morning. Okay, I'm going to turn the camera on. Okay, I'm going to get a live action. 
Oh my god! Yeah, I do look awful. You got oh a mohawk. You got a Mohican. I've got a mohawk. Why have I got a mohawk? Let me take. Let me take a photo of that. And also, the lighting's all bad. You look sad. You self-soothe your hands with your hair, and 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 you don't realise that you're sort of doing it like that. And then it just goes up and up, and no one's there to go. Josh, your hair looks mental. You look like a um, ice gem. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to. I don't want to upset you, Josh. But can you turn your camera off? Yeah, I, it's I, awful. I don't want to look it's at you so like sad. this. Such it's a really sad. sad. I'm just going to pretend you're happy and then crack on. Okay. Is that right? Tell me about your week. I saw some bad parenting yesterday. Um, I was driving down the high street near me, and there was um, um, a car in front of me, a learner car, and it was about to go through a green light. But this bloke just walked across the road in like a track, so It looked a bit oicky, right? Walked across the road, like, swaggering along like an absolute geezer. You know when people walk like, I'm hard? You know, they walk like they're hard. But it was only a little skinny bloke. And uh, and then the the learner was like, oh, like, sort of jolted forward a bit and then went to go after he left. But then he was calling his kid over. He was about nine, going, come on! Even though it was Red Man for the pedestrians. And then the kid was a bit like, oh, shit, like, is this... That's a red man. There's a car about to go, and then and then so like the kid started crossing as the dad had already got across the road, and he went. He was going fucking hurry up. I was like this poor kid, and then like <laughs> oh my god, I, oh like, god. And I sort of looked. And I, you know when you like it felt like a sitcom moment of bad parenting. Yeah. And I sort of looked at the bloke like I don't go telling him off or being uh, yeah um, like being like aggressive or like judging him. I just sort of I was so confused about what I was saying. I sort of looked confused. And he just went to me, you can fuck off as well. Oh my God. And I was like, what kind of it Example oh is that to you, God. kid? That you poor can kid. Fuck off as well. <laughs> I've sat here. I've not beat my windows up. I'm not shouting. I'm listening to the troll soundtrack of my kids. I'm like, what are you, what are you going on about, mate? What a you dickhead. You can fuck off as well. <laughs> you can fuck off as well. I've not done anything. I've had That's a lot of incredible. abuse, actually, uh, this week. I got heckled twice on my dog walk this morning. This old this bloke who walks his dog, he's got his dog. My kids always go up to him and go, can we straight your dog? He goes, no, he'll bite you. I'm like, fair enough. He said he said what he'll do, so <laughs> they don't pet that dog. And it's a little pretty one, but yappy one. And he's quite a nice old geezer, but he's a bit doddery, but nice, like really old. Anyway, so I'm walking along. The doddery old geezer goes to me, oh, your dog's so skinny and you're so fat. What? I mean, I mean my dog is skinny, but it's a whippage. I mean, I think it's, I think it's unfair that's to the compare your body. with. <laughs> No, no, but like, I'm all, everyone looks fat next to a whippet. He went, your dog's he's also as well. I think English is his second language. He looks like he's Mount Mediterranean in his 80s. And he was having a bit of banter. And I, it's 9am. I've, I've had a busy weekend. And he went, your dog's so skinny, you're so fat. And I oh also had a pizza gosh. last night, Josh. So I'm feeling a bit chubby. I don't think that's morning. made the... I, I don't think that's... I tipped it in the... I don't think yeah, he's... Si- well in my brain. The, the pizza hasn't led to the comment. He's not gone... Like, if you hadn't had the pizza, you're still getting the comment, Rob. Oh, thanks. So no, 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 I well. don't mean it like that. I mean, I mean, it's not had an instant effect. Yeah. What, did you, what did you say? I went, all right, what'd you say? Oh, you can fuck brutal. off as well, mate. Yeah. You silly old bastard. Why don't you fucking yeah. put a muzzle on that little you rat? fat old prick. You fucking old prick. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't skinny yourself, are you, you fat prick? <laughs> and then another bloke come up to you and well, dog, because when you're walking his dog, he went so to me. brutal. He went to bloke, was walking his dog, went, oh, is that your dog? I was like, yeah, of course it is. I'm not fucking walking another one for a laugh. And then he was like, oh, yeah. I went, oh, yeah, um, you got me sacked. You got me sacked once. I was like, what? He went, yeah, I booked you for an event and it didn't go well. I was like, oh, oh great. my God. Oh, my God. Who says that? In, like TripAdvisor live in your face. I was like, oh, sorry about that. But let's be honest, Rob. 
if anything, he should have more issues with you than just a kind of friendly, oh, by the way, you lost me my job. Like, <laughs> that's quite a big deal. Is, if you're walking a dog, is everything up for grabs? Is that how it works? If you're walking a dog, people can say whatever they want to, however rude <laughs> no, it is. No, but what it is, is it's open, an open line of communication. And so if I'm walking my dog on the lead, I'll probably have headphones in and I'll be listening to podcasts. But when he's off lead in a park, I, I have my headphones off because I've got to try and keep calling yeah. out to him and work out where he is because I've got like noise cancelling headphones. But yeah, it does invite conversation. Right. And I'm not always up for it. No. Um, however, good news this week. I'll get back to the weekend, but um, class rep strikes again. Oh, I, um, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Bit, a bit of a kerfuffle on the group about homework. Basically, the homework was having to be printed off from the school, the school's website rather than them bringing them home oh, on a sheet. Come on now. So I emailed the teacher and uh, I dealt with this pretty well. I put a bit of banter in as well, Josh. That's how oh, yeah. I operate in negotiations. I said, hello, I hope you're all good. The parents and children are having a bit of trouble getting on top of the homework. The parents are wondering if the school could print the homework sheets for the topic each week and send them home with the children. Some of the parents aren't always in a location with a printer and ink, or the girls are with grandparents or childminders that can't always use the app and or printers. Personally, my dad is 78, hasn't got his own email address, and writes only in capital letters. Oh, Laughy, smiley, bounce, emoji bounce, face. Bounce, I'm bounce, crying bounce, with laughter yeah, and yeah, emoji yeah. there, Josh. Yeah, really nice. Um, and then just said, um, thank you very much, Rob. And uh, all sorted. Done. So I sent oh, that God. back to the parents group with a meme, with a thumbs you up. Sent, you sent the message to the teachers, but also sent the message to the parents group to show them that you're working well. Yeah, no, just to let them know it's all been resolved, Josh, oh, as the Rob, class representative. So I'm Mick Lynch. You are. Yeah, well, you, apart from you've got a deal. But, like, you've done really. <laughs> yeah. You're doing really well at this. Is this your thing? Do you know what? You know what? I've got a point to, I've got a point to prove. I've, do you know what I have? I've got a little chip on my shoulder. When someone tells me I can't do something, I have to prove that I can do it. And that's down to some sort of self worth issues. But at the moment, I'm enjoying the, the acclaim. That's incredible, Rob. I'm very impressed with you. And the respect I'm getting. Thank you very much. And there's a second-hand uniform sale that I passed on the message on, so that was good. So that's, you know, that's pretty good, nailing that. I'm doing, um, the, um, I'm doing the school quiz, Rob. You're, you're hosting the school quiz? Already? You've accepted that? I'll leave it out, mate. My kid's been there for two years and I've not done that. Yeah, but my view is, do the school quiz, Rob, and then the, when something you don't want to do comes along. That's when you go, well, no, I did the no, quiz. No, 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 no. I'm not doing wrong. that quiz. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're doing the quiz. You're too easy. You're going to do the I'm quiz every year. I'm not too easy. And then when you don't do the quiz, I go, oh, he's changed. He's gone a bit off. I'm I don't actually... do the quiz anymore. Rob, I'm it's only, writing it's only the like quiz one as evening. well. It's, it, I'm writing it's only the, the quiz. evening. And you're writing the quiz, you absolute pussy. It's a... Come on, mate, put your foot down. Rob, what's the capital of Chile? Um, Santiago. One point. There we go. Thank That's you. the kind of fun we're going to have. What I'm just saying, though, you you will now be doing that quiz every year. I've spent I've spent the last three days thinking about my quiz questions, and I'm so great. excited. What a great use of work that is! Quite a great thinking, use of time. That thinking is. about all the good quiz questions I'm going to do, I'm going to do. Um, what do these three people have in common? Josh, Josh, after the last four weeks, you are not a man that needs a more work life. It's not a work, Rob. It's not work. It's well, fun. now you've said that, you'll do it every year. It's not work. It's fun. It's great fun. He gets to come every evening, do the quiz. Have I'm a not doing it every evening. I'm not Jeremy Paxman. Every year. You'll be doing it every year. 100% every year. You're in now. You're signed up. Rob, do you want to do the quiz? No. Why, why not? Then you're going to end up doing something else. Watch this, Rob. Josh, do you want to do a 25-mile walk for the school? I'm sorry. I'm too tired from doing the quiz, which I did for you. That's fine. Thank you for doing the quiz. That's how, yeah. that's how the conversation is going to go. It is how the conversation goes. Rob, do you want to host the quiz? No. <laughs> That's my conversation. 
you said, do you want to? I do not want to. However, I may be pressured into it over time. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the quiz, Rob. Except keep telling yourself that, mate, every year for the next 15, 20 years. Rob, what do these people have in common? Craig Phillips, Kate Lawler, Cameron Stout. Big brother. They won Big Winners. Brother. One point. There we go. You see, it's going to be I'm a fun night, quiz. Rob. It's going to be I'll a fun night. If there's any parents that are listening to this at the quiz, they're going to absolutely hammer this quiz. You've got to write new questions now. Do you know what I'm going to do for the music round, Rob? What's that? Children's TV theme tunes. Love it. Do you want to do the quiz with me? Absolutely not. I can't wait, Rob. I can't wait to do the quiz with you. Me and you. Right, let, let me get back to this weekend because I'm teased this weekend, okay. Josh. And then people are going to get annoyed that we've not got it out. And then we can start talking about your breakdown. No, you're not breaking No, no, you're I'm, not, I'm not having a breakdown. We, I know. For the first time in weeks. <laughs> this is Josh living his life. This, this is the best I've ever doing quiz. <laughs> It's the best he's felt in months. Look at him. Have you still not... Do you need a drink? What are you drinking? Are you drinking anything? You got any There's liquid? No water. What about a minibar? Um, Shall I have a look in the minibar? Have a look at the Why do you crack a little beer? Get back in, but get back in the game. Oh my god, there's a water. <laughs> I'm in. How drunk are you that you didn't even check the minibar? Um, right, oh yeah, so this is what that was going on on Saturday. Um, so Saturday, so Friday, picked him up from school, went calf, come home, watched Strictly, bed. They had little treats to watch Strictly. Lovely evening. Who's going to win Strictly, Rob? I've not. Se- I've only seen the first half of the dances because right. I said to the girls as a bribe that they could watch it the rest of it tomorrow if they went to bed nicely because okay. it's on a bit too late for them to watch all of it. Yeah. Um, I had to field a lot of questions from my four-year-old about Ellie Simmons with dwarfism. What questions? Well, just what, what, why is she so small and stuff? And I'm just explaining, well, she's got dwarfism and things like that. And then they kept on going, she kept on calling her the little one. I was like, no, her name's Ellie. Yeah. And I think it's, it's quite important because back in, when I was a kid, you never saw anyone doing that, that on telly because I think it was, everyone was sort of scared to sort of get like abused or laughed at or just wasn't a different yeah. type of thing but she's really good at dancing and I think it's really good and you know if there's kids with dwarfism and just adults with dwarfism watching and she's she sat there and went hello I'm Ellie and I've got dwarfism I think that's so good for like it's kids really, and that and yeah, then also really kids out and about will in, uh, you see and interact people with all sorts of different things going on if those conversations have happened at home on the sofa watching Strictly I think it's a much better place to have that conversation rather than being out in a park and it being awkward when they're meeting a child with dwarfism for the first time and I was just explaining that you know some people are taller some people are shorter some people have blonde hair some people have blue eyes you know every, yeah. everyone's different and stuff but there's a lot of questions and I, I don't know if any other parents sat there panicking and have gone oh god I, I hope I'm answering these correctly <laughs> It sounds but, um, like you're answering them correctly, Rob. I'm trying. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're a very mm. responsible parent. Well, I just want. I just want my kids to be kind and polite. And if you're informed and you learn lots growing up and you experience lots growing up, then it's easier to be kind and polite because you're coming from a much more understanding point of view. My upbringing was a little bit more enclosed of you could only do certain things because you're from South East London, you're working class. However, there's a big wide world out there and the more you're used to it, I think the, the better you can deal with people and deal with things in life. Whereas normally people react through a little bit of the fear and the unknowing because they live in a bit more of a sheltered world. And I think it's brilliant. Same with the same sex couples on there. Yep. So we watched Strictly, that was good. Um, and then we went up, so we got up, did the dog walk, which was semi-difficult but fun. Came home, had lunch. Then we went swimming in the afternoon. Oh, how's that going? Quite bloody hell, Rob. Bikes yeah. and swimming, you're doing all the bloody... Important lessons at the moment, aren't you? Well, we went swimming because they, they were swimming well on holiday, but they haven't swum for a bit. Anyway, we went in there. Kids' pool closed because the boiler was broke. 
What? I was like, oh no. So I was like, that'd be fine because they can swim pretty well. I'll take them in the big pool. They can't touch the bottom, but they can hang on the edge and then I can take turns swimming with them and there's loads of floats. We'll yeah. be all right. They've got the goggles. They're getting confident now. They, they can pretty much swim on their own, but I just need to be there in case they get stuck in the middle. Yeah. Then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to watch them from the edge. Um, so I'm in with them and they went, oh, just so you know, the boiler's broken. So the kids' pool's too cold and the bigger pool is dropping... I don't know if this is accurate, but the guy just said, it's getting colder and colder by the minute. So what? you might well not be in there a long time because the boiler had broke. In the Soviet Union, Rob? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was like, right, I'll give it a chance. So we get in there. It is cold, right? But it's, it's fine. We're having loads of fun. They're screaming. They, they started playing a game called Drown Each Other. So I had to have a strong they word. They started playing a game called Drown Each <laughs> let's play drown each other. I was like, let's not do that one. Let's yeah. play a different game. How about not drown each other? And I, and and they were just laughing and jumping on each other. But they were so excited that they were like, my youngest started swallowing water. And I had to put them on the side going, like, I know you're having fun, but this is dangerous if, you know, you play a game called drown each other. So in the end, I was I, they were swimming towards me. But I've, my chest is really long at the moment, okay? Because really boring. Sorry, 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 sorry. At the moment. I normally trim it. Do you? It gets so... It gets to the what, point... with a razor? With a scissors or with no, a... a beard trimmer, but I've lost a charger, right? So I've bought a new right. one. How long does it get, Rob? I'm talking... It, it would probably get... It? No, No, but I, I reckon if I just left it, it's probably about an inch thick now. It could probably... It could get to two, three inches if I left it. Whoa. It just... You're... Tom Selleck beefs out. And it makes yeah, yeah. my chest look bigger and, like, fatter because... Yeah, it's just that's a, a why big... that guy said that thing about you and the dog. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's because I've not trimmed my tit hair. Yeah, leave it out, mate. I've just got a lot of chest hair. Come on. Give me a break. But there is so much chest hair and back hair. It goes all the way over my back that when they're swimming and they're going under a bit and they want to pull themselves up, they pull on the chest and back hair for purchase. Oh, my God. Like a oh monkey. So I, I'm they're ripping chunks of chest hair out of me as they climb up me giggling oh my god and i was like because ah! you just it's so, you just scream um so that that was fun and then um it got so cold that my youngest lips started turning blue so we got oh. out oh no rob you've had a good weekend though without lou i think you've had a very I know, good it's been great you know on the chest hair thing rob yeah uh and then pulling on it my yeah. my son so so I, at the moment we're going through a thing where the easiest way to wash my daughter's hair is i have a shower with her Rather than her having right. a bath, is we both have a yep. shower. Fair enough. So, took my clothes off the shower. My son stuck his hand out to stay vertical. Just held onto my penis, Rob. <laughs> like it was a kind of... like <laughs> He just held onto my penis like it was a kind of handle to stay vertical. <laughs> oh, it's so awful, isn't it? It's terrible. Are you like, this Did you get is enough wrong. purchase? <laughs> this is wrong, or this is long? It wasn't, long. <laughs> it wasn't he, as long he, as your chest hair, I'll say that. He was slipping, so he put the other hand on there as well. <laughs> oh, but yeah. And obviously he doesn't go, God, it'd be weird to hold my dad's penis. No. But it is, it is an odd, it is an odd moment. It's a horrible thing that's happened, isn't it? You, you do go, well, we're never coming back from that. <laughs> That's the end of that, then. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to look Maybe you in the Maybe that's why some dads never hug their kid. <laughs> you know, some dads are a bit standoffish. Just sort of lean in and go, there you go. Well done, son. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so we got back from swimming and then um, kids went to bed. I watched the boxing, had a lovely evening, had a pizza. We know that. Made me fat for my dog. What do you do on your own? Like, when they went to bed and it was just you on your own, 
Was it like me on the train? You were like, this is fucking incredible. Loved it. Laid down, um, put a candle on. I'm a bit like that. I make sure it was all clean and tidy. Because there's a babysitter this morning, so I can record this. So I made it all clean and tidy for the babysitter. And um, I laid there and I played my little jet washing game and had the boxing on in the background. And when the main event come on, I watched the main event and had a great time. Rob. What a life. But then I went to bed and I've got a new sleep style, Josh. I've got to sort this out. I've been wake I'm grinding my teeth and waking up with headaches and stuff. I'm I'm sleeping in the wrong position, I've found out. I sleep I sleep on my front with one pillow under my um over over the top of my left arm. And I wake up every morning with a bad left shoulder and a headache. Oh, so your arm's pushed back. Yes, I'm laying on my arm and my head's like that and I'm sort of sleeping at an angle. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to go to sleep on my back just yep. facing the ceiling, and it's taking ages to go to sleep. However, when I'm going to sleep, I'm sleeping better. And when I wake up in the night, you know sometimes you wake up in the night for a wee or whatever, or the kids wake you up. When I go back, I force myself to lay back on my back. That is tough. To change your sleeping position is a huge decision. But I've got to. It's so bad. My lower back is in so much pain. My shoulder's always on the blink. I'm waking so up. So you're just lying to... like a corpse on your back? Yeah, and I so and I woke up with a much like, clearer head. I didn't have that sort of tension headache yesterday i woke up a terrible tension headache and i massaged my head and it got better and i think i'm grinding my teeth and i'm not breathing properly because my face is oh my in the pillow and it's really bad for your posture and your back so i'm i'm really sticking with that i'm so bad at sleep at the moment it's it's gone it's all gone wrong well you've been out in the pistol after three no oh, i got to sleep last night i don't even remember it but um <laughs> I, that's, uh, maybe, maybe that's the way just go and have a go and drink what, just drink, drink myself to sleep for the rest of my life do you know what? I'm sleeping really well. I just have six pints of lager and I'm just straight <laughs> off. Straight off. Oh, God, but that's bad. You have bad sleep when you're drunk because you end up, like, passing out in a bad position. But I am in operation sleeping on my back. If anyone's got any tips on how to sleep better, let me know because I've realised half of my life is in that bed. So if we nail that, the rest of your day's got to be easy. Yeah, yeah. You don't get enough sleep as a parent. Let's make sure the sleep we are getting is good. So I want yeah, yeah. proper tips from professionals, not just Darren in Gloucester who goes, oh, do this. Oh, well, I've, got some tips input, for you. I've got some tips for you because I, I saw someone about my sleep oh, uh, right. last week. So, breathe in for four, through your nose. In I won't do it two, now, I don't three, want to fall asleep. Okay. Yeah. And then breathe out, out to eight. Okay. And do that for 20 minutes. Oh. And it, A, you focus on your breathing, but B, you, drift you also, you drift off because you're getting rid of more oxygen than you're taking right, in. Right, okay. So it helps you drift off. Okay, I'm going to do that. I've got to put my phone... Up. The, the main problem is the phone and the position I'm sleeping in. So That's what a lot of people say is, yeah. is, is about, like, um, your bed should just be for sleeping. Yeah. And, you know, every you know every couple of months. Every, of once, in. A <laughs> every, every once in a while. Right? <laughs> every once in a while when someone's <laughs> had a couple of glasses of the red plunk. How is Radio 2, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it's, it in a minute. Fucking hell, today's really mental. sounded like you're on Radio 2. Oh, hi, guys, in the Radio 2. Um, do this as well, Josh, right? Get your think, like, to breathe, a good breathe in. Just, so breathe in now, just normally. Yep. Listeners can do this at home. Just breathe in normally. And sometimes yep. it's hard to sort of get a full, like, I'm still big... breathing. Can I breathe out yet? Yeah, you can breathe out, yeah. Oh, but just like, but now, do a big breath in through your nose, but get your fingers, before you do it, before you do it, get your fingers and pull up your nose a bit like a, so you look like a pig or League of Gentlemen. Yeah. And now breathe in through your nose. You get loads more in. You do. You get a bit of a head rush. You, can't, you, can't, you can't. You can't. Go to sleep holding your nose like a pig, Rob. 
Yeah, I know, but if you're struggling for breath a little bit, do, do that, and it gives you a big old increase of oxygen in the lungs. It really feels... God, that's loud. It's terrible for Michael to edit, but I feel alive after that. Do you feel alive? I'm really, into, I'm really into breathing at the moment, Rob. It's just really, it's, it's underrated breathing. <laughs> it's so important. It's the only, it's the only thing you have to do. Hopefully, you know, chucking a couple of lols, but you don't have to do that. It's just helpful, isn't it? If you didn't, you'd still exist. Um, as we've seen with a lot of our colleagues. Right, Josh, <laughs> Sunday. I'm not talking about Sunday. So, right, went to bed. Um, didn't get to sleep that well, but I've had a good sleep, but a short sleep, but good sleep. On my back. Yeah, so I woke up at eight o'clock, get downstairs. So is this it now? You're on your back for the rest of your life? That's it for the rest of my life. I've got to sort my posture out, my back and my shoulders. I'm on it. 2023 is when I get ripped to shit, Josh. I'm not on tour anymore. I've, I've heard this I'm working so many from times. Like, you wait. At the end of 2023, I'm going to just be absolutely pumped within an inch of my life. Too sexy for this show. Literally, I'll write a song about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. God, that coffee's here. Anyway, woke up this morning, eight o'clock, ready for life. Eight had a good o'clock? Old, eight o'clock. Well, the kids woke up at seven. I gave them their iPads immediately. Yeah, Great. Good Good work, good work. Uh, they, have, they have iPads at weekends. Big sniff on the back. Let's go to work. Wake up at 8am, get downstairs, ready to go. Babysitter's coming at 9. Dog shit his bed. Not ideal, but I get through it. He's got the diarrhea. Dog shit his bed. Yeah, shit on his bed. I didn't know if it, because I left, I left him in too long, because normally he gets let out about 7 in the morning, not 8. So um, he's shit on his bed, so I've had to uh, throw that away. Um, but I didn't let it get me down, Josh. No. Made the kids their breakfast, um, tidied up the house a little bit, got everything sorted. Then the babysitter's come in from nine to one o'clock this morning because I've got to walk the dog, walk the dog at nine, got called fat, come back, doing yep, this podcast. Nice. Yep. And then we're done at one. And then babysitter's going and then um, mother-in-law's coming around for the two o'clock. For the radio two. Because I've got to go up to radio two. Then Lou's coming back from a weekend away about seven or eight. Then I'm playing football five-a-side tonight. Today is a busy day. And you know what? I'm ready for it. I'm sleeping good now, Josh. I'm on my back. I'm rearing. Yeah, I reckon... I'm going to be honest with you, Rob. You sound like a man that's about to have a breakdown in three hours' time. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. Um, so we'll see how we get on at 8 o'clock kickoff time after I've done more podcasts, um, gone to Radio 2, done a two-hour live show on Radio 2, and then got to uh, 5 aside. The thing is, though, Josh, I'm playing with 45-year-olds at the moment. I'm 36. I'm ripping them apart. The jump between 36 years of age and 45 is ginormous the problem is for these guys next year when i'm 37 and i'm in the the absolute peak the, the shape of my life i yeah. think they might have to go look rob you're gonna have to stop playing with us i i'm gonna say it rob yeah i think you've said about how you're going to be in the great shape too many times it's gonna happen manifestation mate manifestation i can i will i must you got to see it to believe it. Believe it to see it. What does that mean? I don't know. That last one didn't make sense. The first no, one no, did, though. Exactly, yeah. I can do it. I will do it. I must do it. I want to get fit and healthy. And I don't, I'm not doing it for aesthetic reasons. I want to be the granddad that's running around the garden with the kids. You're 100% doing it for aesthetic reasons. You are 100% doing it A for aesthetic bit, reasons. A little bit. I want Lou to be like, can you not wear that top? It's too tight. Everyone can see your abs. <laughs> Just... Feeling a bit self-conscious at the moment. Like, can you not do it? Everyone keeps looking at you. I'm like, look, sorry, babe, but I'm hot. The t-shirt's coming off. Look, it's mid-September. It's hot so out what there. So, what, what's your plan? When do you start your body transformation? Probably um, after, after Christmas. Christmas. After yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, what yeah. it's going to evolve in uh, is my main problem is what I'm eating. 
I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm busy enough for the kids. I go on dog walks. I do my boxing. I do a bit of Peloton. I'm active and I'm doing my probably yeah, 10,000 steps. Yeah, I think you're doing 10,000 steps. I'm doing my 10,000 steps and I do boxing once or twice a week. Yeah. But, but, the, but that always What's gets disrupted. What's going into that body? That's the key, Exactly. So the t what happens is, because I'm busy filming and touring a lot this year. I know we're touring next year, but we're only doing a few dates in these arenas. It's... Um, is I just and the same with anyone that's busy. I'm always travelling and eating bad and blah blah blah. So I, I've got um, next year's a bit of a more of a fallow Glastonbury year for me, where I'm not gigging as working as much. I haven't got any gigs in the diary, Rob. That last You've night got the quiz. was the only gig. I've got the quiz. It's got the quiz. Um, <sighs> that was the last one. How do you that's feel? It. Free, uh, Rob. Yeah. Do you want the small business shout-out? Yeah, out? I thought he was going to say something else. I, do you know what I was going to do? I was just going to segue straight into the small business shout-out. I <laughs> yeah, thought it would be quite weird. I, I was waiting for you to say something else, and you went... <sighs> I, I misjudged my breath. I was like you when you're sleeping. <laughs> um, I've got a small business one here if you want to find one. Should I do mine? Hi, hi, Josh and Rob. Thank you for saving us through the first year of parenthood. Your podcast has been a lifeline. Your honesty about anxiety is also refreshing and important. When I was pregnant with our daughter, my husband and I decided that his current job was not good for his mental well-being, so we decided to take the plunge and start a business. This oh, wow. was such a special time for us, as it meant he also got to spend the majority of the year with us whilst building the business. He launched in November last year a fermented food company called Firm Believers, F-E-R-M, Believers. The first products launched are hot sauces ranging from mild to very hot all products are fermented to give them a unique flavor we would love to send you a bottle of fire and brimstone the extra hot one for you to try the business is based in Dartford. Get on, Blue Water. Oh, here we go. Now and, I see where we're and doing And the it. sauce can be found... I don't know these people. They, they do live near me, though. can be found at firmbelievers.com, or you can find it in some local butchers and stockists, as well as a lo at local markets. We are really looking to expand across the UK, so we'd love a shout-out for people to follow us on Instagram, at firm, F-E-R-M, dot believers on Instagram, or firmbelievers.com. That is Lisa and John. Well done, and well done also for starting the business. Like I say, the best thing I ever did was try and do comedy try and do this podcast because it's even if it even if it doesn't go well at least you've tried there's nothing worse than just going thinking maybe i should have done that so have belief in yourself i mean don't you know jack it all in and spend all your savings but within reason give it a go i'd say go so good luck it. to firm believers josh what you got Hi, Josh and Rob. Please, could you promote my daughter's small business? I'm a 53-year-old mum who's been introduced to the podcast by my 28-year-old daughter, Beth, and who for Mother's Day bought tickets to see you in Manchester next year. Can't wait. That was her, not me. Um, but obviously, I can't wait either. Oh, my God, Rob, I'm going to be in Manchester hungover again, aren't I? <laughs> Beth has a busy, stressful job as a children's social worker, and Jesus so to help de-stress herself after the day, she started a small business called The Little Favours at the little favors underscore the business makes small favor boxes stroke bags for various occasions eg asking someone to be a bridesmaid box well-being boxes thank you teacher gifts etc myself and her dad are so proud of her and if she gets a mention on the pod it would make her year lots of love sarah from huddersfield there we go thank you very much sarah now i was just saying we're done now for this episode we'll see you on friday but we're recording an episode with denise welsh straight oh, after yeah, this so if you are listening to that one just will still be hung over for that episode so when you hear no, them scrambling I'm around from like a different names. person i'm gonna be a different person sure. I'm gonna go, okay yeah what's judy love like in real life that kind of stuff well you know you've met her yeah no exactly <laughs> what about bloody um come on in another loose um, woman's name nadia sawala <laughs> well done actually that's quite quite, quite yeah, well done i'm just quite pleased with that see you on friday bye bye <laughs>